What's going on, y'all? I don't know how long this one's going to be because uh, I have a toothache. <laughs> and for some reason, I can't find a surgeon to remove it because unfortunately, I let the cavity get too big. The dentist doesn't want to pull it because he's afraid he's going to break it. And I, don't, I didn't realize that uh, oral surgeons were in such high demand. Everybody's booked. It's like trying to get tickets to Hamilton. So uh, I'll talk for as long as my tooth allows. So, but anyway, I, I never thought that I would be that guy. And I will explain the guy who finds out that. So, I mean, uh, I'm a liberal, obviously, if you listen to the show, um, that finds out that someone's a Trump fan and then just turns their back on them. I never wanted to be that guy. And at one point I was that guy. I will tell you something funny. Uh, my Facebook profile, my picture is Bernie Sanders. So when I play games on PlayStation, it carries my avatar over from PlayStation. So when people see that my avatar is Bernie Sanders, I play Overwatch. And whenever I get into a group, sometimes people want to ask me political questions because they see I have Bernie Sanders as my avatar. And that's usually my non-politics time. I don't want to talk politics when I'm on PlayStation playing Overwatch, but I've never gotten around to changing that avatar. So I get people asking me political questions. So there was a guy I played with a few months back and I don't know how the subject got into politics because I didn't bring it up. And he, I found out that this guy is like anti black lives matter. And he basically said black lives matter was a, a terrorist organization. And he had all these fake facts, most of which I debunked in like five minutes on Google. And, I, and I, I, that was the last time I ever played with him. I was just like, look, I'm not going to unfriend you, but I'm not going to invite you to any more groups because that's just way over the top. So there was a guy I've been playing with uh, recently, and I found out he was a Trump fan, but I let it slide. I said, you know what? I'm not going to do that again. But we're just going to let it slide. We're just not going to talk politics. We're just going to game because that's what I'm here for. I'm just here to game and that's it. But once again, yesterday, the subject went on to politics and I found out that this guy, holy Jesus God, he basically just told me, of course, we all know the situation with the migrant children being taken from their parents, put in detention centers while their parents are in another detention center. And, you know, we can only hold them for a certain amount of time because then they go to uh, foster care or wherever. But Donald Trump has been on TV lying his ass off about how this is a Democratic bill when it takes about 30 seconds online to realize that none of that is true. It's not a Democratic bill. It's something that him and Jeff Sessions and Stephen Miller made up uh couple months ago. And how do we know that? Because they said so. On TV, Stephen Miller and Jeff Sessions basically on TV said that they created this bill. But Trump says it's a Democratic bill. All of a sudden, they're like, well, Bill Clinton did it back in 94 and all this other, you know, ridiculousness. Oh, Obama had kids in cages, too. And, you know. 
But he just went on and on about the migrant parents coming over, getting their children taken. This is how, this is how deep he got with it. He basically said that the migrant parents, you know, the migrants coming over, having their children taken, that it was the fault of the migrant parents because they know that children are going to get taken and it makes them bad parents. So it's really not the fault of the officials who were taking the kids. It's the fault of the parents for coming over in the first place. Now, I will tell you this. I am not a big fan of illegal immigration. I'm just not. We can't transplant your entire country into ours. It's just not going to work. But I do have a soft spot for uh, for refugees. If you're fleeing war-torn countries, especially if we have something to do with it, then I have no problems with you coming over. You know, get a fresh start. We've ruined your country here. Come into ours. <laughs> and I know I'm laughing like it's funny. It's really not funny. But... My thing is this, you know, you have people like Laura Ingram and uh, Meth Barbie, a.k.a. Ann Coulter, on TV saying, oh, these are just child actors. The liberals are coaching them. You had Steve Doofy. I know his name is Doocy. I like to call him Doofy because he looks like a fucking doofus on TV telling people, oh, it's, it's not really a, a cage. It's just uh, security fencing. You know, they just made up all types of dumb shit that anybody who has two brain cells that rub together will just know, like, you're wrong. But Trump fans, uh, they just kind of love this idea of putting children in cages. Literal cages. And this guy just went on and on and on about, you know, how it was their fault. And I'm, and I'm, I'm listening to this guy just talk. And I tried to get some words in edgewise, and I really couldn't. You know, he was like, it's the law, and at least he didn't mention the Bible. Thank God he didn't do that. <laughs> Thank God he didn't mention the Bible. When Jeff Sessions mentioned the Bible as justification for putting these kids in cages, uh, I, I just about lost my shit, because I'm not really a religious person. But I will say this, okay? I want you to bear with me on this. This is a goofy analogy that I took from a, from a popular comedian and made it into my own. So I want you to bear with me on this, okay? Let's just say that you worship a giant kangaroo. That's your god, a seven-foot-tall kangaroo. And it wears boxing gloves, just like, the, just like the cartoons, the old Warner Brothers cartoons, except that this kangaroo has dreadlocks, and it talks in a Jamaican accent. Okay? So that's your God. And you just and you just call him Giant Kangaroo. It doesn't even have a name. Just Giant Kangaroo. And he goes around all day and his nemesis is like uh dingoes. So they have a promo video where there's like eight or nine dingoes trying to drag a baby out of a car seat, and then a giant kangaroo sees it like, what the blood clot rotted, and he just starts beating up kangaroos. I mean, he's beating up dingoes. And the cool thing is he knows all the moves from Street Fighter. So all you hear is Hadouken, Hadouken, Tiger Uppercut, Sonic Boom. Just dingoes just flying all over the place. Then he takes the baby and he puts it in his pouch and he spits a couple of Bible verses. And then that's it. 
Now, if you told me that's what you believed in, I'd look at you and say, you're a crazy person, okay? But, but if I was walking through town and I saw giant kangaroo homeless shelter, giant kangaroo uh, low-cost housing for working families, giant kangaroo, uh, you know, daycare centers for single moms, you know, if I saw that type of stuff in the neighborhood, I would, I would do one of two things. Number one, not say a word. Or number two, I might even help out. Because to me, it doesn't matter what you believe in. If you're using it to spread positivity, I'll just either, like I said, I'll either join in or just let you do your thing. Okay? But one of the reasons why I don't do it religion very well is because people like Jeff Sessions use it to justify the most horrific things. And you realize that when Jeff Sessions said what he said, it wasn't like, oh, there was no specific Bible verse that says, rip the child from the mother's arms while she's breastfeeding. It basically just says, obey the law. You know? So, I, I hear these people like, uh, I didn't have the exact numbers because I just did this on the fly, but I was just watching it on TV. Basically, two-thirds of Americans are against caging these kids. But over 50% of Republicans support caging these kids. And in and, and some polls, it's almost 60%, like 57 58% support caging these kids. And it just basically just goes into the whole thing about, uh, I almost said homophobia, <laughs> about xenophobia. You know, about fearing people who aren't you. You know, because they don't look like you. That's why Puerto Rico is still, you know, in the way it is now. That's why Trump never mentioned Hawaii. Hawaii is about to get swallowed up by a goddamn volcano. I don't think Trump has said the word Hawaii once in the last month. It's because they don't look like him. So he doesn't care. I will say one thing, though, okay, and this is still concerning the whole migrant children thing. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, they said that, you know, she's planning on quitting by the end of the year. I give her until August because after that whole White House correspondence dinner thing where Michelle Wolf dissed it to her face, it almost seems like the press is just not afraid of her anymore. And that's a great thing because so they need to call her on her bullshit. So she was up, she was up at the podium blaming the Democrats, trying to shift this whole migrant thing over to the Democrats, and they basically got on her case about it. And one of them was like, "Like you're a mother of young kids, do you not feel any empathy for this?" And here's the thing: I was watching uh, one of my favorite shows. I watch a few shows, uh, Young Turks uh, first and foremost. I watch uh, David Pakman. Uh, Kyle Kalinske, and then I, I, I love uh, Majority Report with Sam Cedar. You know, him, Michael Brooks, you know, all of them. I love them. They're, they're my favorites. But Sam Cedar brought up a good point. Him and Michael Brooks brought up a great point about Sarah Huckabee Sanders. When, when it's brown kids, she doesn't give a shit. You know, she was like, well, we just got to follow the law. Follow the law, follow the law, follow the law. Democrats, follow the law, Democrats. But 
they played a clip of Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Uh, there was a, a kid a journalist, and it was after one of the uh, one of the school shootings. And the kid journalist was asking Sarah Huckabee Sanders questions about school safety, and you could see Sarah Huckabee Sanders like choke up, you know, like she was like she was in a breakdown and cry because, and as they observed. Now she's imagining her own kids. So she sees this little white kid in the audience, and now she's thinking about her own kids. But when, she, when it's brown kids, she doesn't give a shit. She really doesn't. And you could just see how callous she was when it came to migrant children, mostly from Honduras, some from Mexico, being detained in this way. But, you know, the little white kid, she sees her own kids. You know. But... The thing is, I think there's going to be a lot of friend lists on Facebook that are going to be a lot lighter in the coming weeks. Because how, like, for instance, this, this gentleman that I, that I game with, right? A couple of days, I'll probably see him online and then we'll, we'll game again and we'll be talking about stuff. But all I remember is him saying that he was perfectly okay with throwing kids in cages, ripping them from their parents. And how was the parents' fault? And I'm not going to be able to get past that. That's not just something that you could just get past. You know? And it, it really deepens that division. And I know it's probably on me to be the bigger man, but it's not a matter of disagreement. Because I could disagree. I mean, it's not a matter of, hey, I think the marginal tax rate should be here. No, I think it should be here. You know, oh, I think that we should cure uh, student loan debt by lowering interest rates. Well, I think we should do quantitative easing. That's something that you could debate, and that's perfectly fine. But when you say, oh, I'm perfectly okay with putting babies and small children in cages like they're in an animal shelter, uh, that's not just a disagreement. That's cruelty. I can't abide by cruelty. It just doesn't work that way. I just can't do it. I just can't get past it. There's just no way. So, and then before I wrap this up, I will say I am not a fan of Diane Feinstein at all. I don't like her. You know, she's a corporate shill and she's been holding back progressives in California for decades. But I will say that she did something that I would have done if I was in her position. Right. All the time that Donald Trump has been blaming uh, Democrats, saying it's their fault for this bill. Dianne Feinstein put up a clean bill. Right. That would have prevented uh, separating uh, kids from their parents at the border, except in uh certain special circumstances like abuse and so on and so forth. Right. Clean bill. Hey, let's just get rid of this altogether. All even Joe Manchin signed on to it. So all 49 Senate Democrats signed on to this bill to co-sponsor this bill. You know how many Republicans co-sponsored that bill signed on to it? Zero. So this is not about Donald Trump, you know, acting on democratic laws. This is about Donald Trump holding these kids hostage 
holding them hostage for his goddamn border wall. <sighs> every time I every time I think about that border wall, uh it just hurts my stomach because it's the stupidest fucking idea I've ever heard of. You know. Because it doesn't deter anything. You build a you build a fifteen foot wall, they'll make sixteen foot ladders. That's all that is to it. But I'm not gonna let this get too long winded. So Plus, my tooth is starting to hurt from all this talking. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. So I'm going to try to do these a little bit more often. You know, I've been kind of spacing them, but I've, you know, I have no rhyme or reason. Just whenever something pops into my mind, I'm going to try to get more on a more on a schedule, so to speak. So but in any event, let me uh, let me shut up and uh, you guys have a great evening. Talk to you soon.